Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack, and today we're going to talk about five ways for you to bounce back after you've been laid off. Now, getting laid off is one of the toughest experiences to go through. There's a ton of information out there showing just how much our jobs are tied into our identities, our happiness, and our quality of life. So to walk in one day and to be told that that's your last day is such a gut-wrenching feeling. But the good news is it's not permanent. And on top of that, we can actually leverage this time to get you in a better role, a role that's more aligned with your values that may even pay you more than you were making before. So in this episode, I'm going to walk you through five ways to help make that happen quickly. So you're not just sitting around and waiting and hoping that something comes through. So tip number one here is to take time to process. As I mentioned, this is one of the hardest things to go through. And as somebody who is constantly thinking about mental health and working through, you know, keeping my own mental health healthy, I know that if you just brush something under the rug, what happens is that it just sits there and it festers and it gathers energy and it eventually boils over. So that's not a solution. We can't just push through. We can't just muscle past it. We actually have to take time to process. And this is going to be different for everybody. You could get out there and journal and that could be enough for you. Or you may have to go some find somebody to talk to. And that could be a professional. That could also be a family member or a friend. Or that could just be taking a couple of days to yourself. We're all different. And your body knows, your mind knows what it needs. So I would listen to it and I would do what it's telling you. But at the very least, schedule a couple of days to do nothing. The absolute worst thing that you can do is immediately hop into creating your resume, updating your resume, writing a cover letter and blasting out a million online applications without any real plan or any real sense of direction. I know that's tempting, but it's not going to be fruitful. And what you're going to find is that you're going to have a really hard time continuing on if you haven't taken the time to process. So I know that there are potentially bills to pay. I know that there is a lot that goes with being laid off, but no matter who you are or what your situation is, try to take at least 24 to 48 hours off. If not more, listen to your body here. Tip number two is getting very clear on where you want to go next. One of the great parts about being able to take a step back in a layoff is that you can reassess your situation. You know, were you happy at this last job? Which parts did you love and which parts did you hate? Actually writing those things down in a list can help you get a lot of clarity. But on top of that, can you go out there and can you take assessments like a strengths finder? And then can you go and book informational interviews with people who are working in different fields? And can you work to understand what they do? Taking this time to reset and to get really clear on where you want to go next is so important because the worst thing that you can do at this juncture is jump into a role simply because it's another role. What ends up happening a lot of times is you go through the entire job search process and you just accept a role because you need one. And it turns out that that role is not the best situation for you. And so you're right back to being miserable again. Yes, you have a job, but it's not the right fit. And so at some point you're going to have to leave and it's going to be sooner rather than later. So instead, Take some time to get really, really clear on where you want to go next so that when you invest in this job search, one, you're excited, but two, you know that all of this investment that you're making is going to pay off. It's going to end up in a job that makes you happy where you can stay for a very, very long time. 
And this is the perfect time to plan a career switch or plan a change if that's something you've been wanting to do. Because when we switch careers or when we change careers, we need to identify skill gaps. We need to build up those skills. And that takes time, right? So that leads us into tip number three, which is finding time to upskill so you can make yourself a more compelling candidate for this new industry. So how do we do that? Well, one of the easiest things to do is to get out there and read through job descriptions for this new industry or this new role that you're targeting and just look for the requirements that are on there. A lot of times you'll see hard skills or platforms, things like Google Analytics or Photoshop or iMovie or HubSpot. And that's a great, great sign that those things are something that you should go learn, right? So can you then go take a course on Google Analytics? Can you watch some videos about how to use iMovie? And then can you create some projects around these tools so that you can actually get some real world use out of them? When you're switching industries, one of the most important things, as we just talked about, is that you need to go beyond getting the knowledge. So getting the knowledge is the prerequisite, but then finding ways to turn that knowledge into real world results is what's going to sell it through. So what I like to do is create a bit of a schedule here where in the morning I'm spending four to six hours on my job search, depending on what makes sense to me. And then after that, or before that, whatever works for you, I'm spending another two to four hours on my upskilling, right? So that schedule could look like me starting at 9 a.m. You know, I work till noon. That's about three hours. Maybe I take an hour for lunch and then I work for another three hours and now I'm at 4 p.m. And then I spend another two hours or so upskilling and now I'm at 6 p.m. And you can tweak that schedule to work for you. But, you know, finding that balance of time invested in the job search and time invested in upskilling is really going to pay off for you because you're going to be able to build these skills. And then when you are writing your resume or when you get an interview for this new job, you're going to be able to walk in with confidence and say, hey, yeah, I've been working on this stuff for X months now. I've taken these courses. I've created these projects. Here's my portfolio. Check it out. And you'll easily be able to handle these objections of having a non-traditional background. Tip number four here is to reach out to your loose connections. One of the easiest ways to get back into the market is to tap into your existing network. Now, I know we talk a lot about cold outreach and cold email, but these existing connections that you have, whether you've talked to them a year ago or five years ago or five days ago, they can be a really, really powerful community for you because there is a pre-existing relationship. So the key here is to be specific, right? Instead of just saying, hey, I'm in the market for a role. Let me know if you hear of anything. Because we've gotten that clarity already, you can show up and say, hey, I'm looking for HR roles in the video game space. Do you know of anybody that I could speak to about that? And when you make that specific ask to these loose connections, the people that you have spoken to, who you have a pre-existing relationship with, opportunities are going to come to fruition. And that's going to result in informational interviews, which are going to result in referrals. And sometimes those are the quickest ways to get right back into the saddle. So this is something to knock out early on when you create that job search schedule and you're focusing that set amount of hours. This is one of the first things that I would do, tap into those loose connections. I'd probably update my resume, my LinkedIn, and my cover letter first. And then I would immediately go tap into these loose connections. And then I would start looking at those cold connections or whatever other jobs are out there for me to apply to. Now, the last tip here, tip number five, is to find time for you. 
I know that this is incredibly stressful and it is not a good feeling to have had a job and to no longer have a job. And there are a lot of mental implications here, but I promise you that you will get another job. There is another job out there for you and you will find it. But in the meantime, taking time for yourself is so important because when you do get that new job, you're going to look back and you're going to wish that you had spent more time doing X or Y or Z. So that course you've always told yourself you'd take or that book you've always said that you were going to read or that hobby you always said you were going to learn. Now is the time to do that. Not to say that you're spending eight hours a day on that, but taking an hour a day or you know a couple of extra hours across the course of the week or maybe half a day, you know, one day of the week to do this thing that's just for you, that can be so fulfilling. You know, maybe it's learning how to cook so you can make an amazing meal for your spouse, or maybe it's learning how to craft things so you can create something for your kids, or maybe it's learning a new language because traveling is something that you want to do and you want to be able to speak some of the, the language when you get to this new country. All of those things are a fantastic way to spend your time that are going to allow you to mentally and physically recharge. It's basically going to be medicine for your soul. And I promise you, again, you're going to be so grateful that you did this when you got that new job because things are going to ramp back up. The pedal is going to be back to the metal. So that's it for today. Those are our five tips. But again, I know that being laid off is incredibly tough. So if you need somebody to talk to, or if you have any questions about how to implement the tips we just talked about, feel free to shoot me a text. My number is 201-479-9511. Yes, it's actually me on the other end of that number. I also added it to the show notes, but shoot me a text. Let me know what's going on with you. Let me know how I can help. That's what I'm here for. Outside of that, I appreciate you listening and we'll see you on the next episode of the podcast. Thank you.